The Smart Start Money Podcast. If the subject is about money and life or questioning the so-called experts on the subject, we open the conversations. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Welcome to the Smart Start Money Podcast. My name is Eric Flynn. On this podcast episode, I'm going to be answering a question that was emailed in. And that question is, how are people coping with huge amounts of student loan debt? Stick around for today's podcast episode as I once again talk about student loans. Today, I wanted to talk about the student loan problem again, because this is another subject I get a lot of emails on. And this recent one of how pe- how are people coping with huge amounts of student loan debt, it quite honestly, it probably affects quite a lot of people. People that have student loan debt, quite honestly, they've been coping with it the same way they have been for some time now. They've been dealing with it by taking decades to pay back student loans while putting their life on hold. Large amounts of student loan debt are not uncommon today. And with the average being around a little over $30,000, and it's not uncommon to hear of people with $50,000 or more in student loan debt. And the result here is an average monthly student loan payment of $393. And this debt now is taking a bachelor's degree student on average, over 21 point years to pay it all off. There is, there's a lot of people that if they have student loan debt, they're, they're, they're having to find a way to deal with it. They're dealing with it by basically putting their life on hold. According to Student Loan Hero, 69% of college students took out loans in 2019 and the average student loan debt at graduation has increased by 86% for a bachelor's degree. And this is leaving many people that attend college with large amounts of debt and having to cope with it. Research is showing that a growing number of people with student loan debt are managing it by putting many things in life on hold. This might include things like purchasing a home, getting married, or starting a family. And furthermore, financial security and a future that includes retirement are many times delayed to pay back student loans. Now, there is another side here of people that they're not paying back their student loans. In some ways, they're, they're not putting their, their life on hold. But once you start to default on your student loans, you can really start to have some real problems, which I'm going to talk about in a future podcast. But There are a lot of people that have decided to basically default, and that's how they're coping with it. These borrowers, they're quite plainly, they're just not paying those loans. And according to educationaldata.org, the student loan default rate is, it's hurting 9 million borrowers and their families. The student loan default rate, it's estimated to be right at about 15% at any given time. And that's how those people are coping with that debt. Ultimately, people are going to be coping with a growing amount of student loan debt that just keeps 
getting larger. It's now estimated at $1.7 trillion. The cost of higher education is going up much faster than the rate of inflation at about 8% per year. And this is doubling the cost for four years of school every nine years, while quite honestly, wages, they're not keeping pace. And this even includes college-educated student loan borrowers. Coping with student loan debt is going to be done by a society with probably less wealth, smaller families, and default. College student loan holders will be dealing with their debt the best way they can, and this will continue until there are some real changes with the higher education system. The problem with the higher education system is not that it costs money and people need to borrow it. The real issue is how much an education now costs. Compared to 20 or 30 years ago, there, there's just a lot more people that are having to cope with student loan debt for quite a long time. The problem here is, you know, a college education should provide a much higher earning potential, but many never reach the earnings today that it should provide considering the investment in that education. The result of this is, like I said, you know, taking over 20 years for a lot of bachelor degree holders to, to pay all the money back that they borrowed. In 20 plus years of recurring debt, it's stressing a lot of people out and they're having to cope with it. It really should seem like, you know, $30,000, $50,000, it seems like a minimal amount of money to pay for a college education and the money itself should be simple to pay back with increased earnings that that education should provide. But this is just plainly decreasingly the outcome. There's stagnant wages for many people in the U.S., including the college educated. It's just a new reality. And this is only adding to the pressures of, of having to cope with that student loan debt. Now, I know there might be some listeners to this podcast that are going to argue choosing the right area of study in college is really the key to financial and career success. And I will agree there is some truth to this. However, there, there aren't any guarantees. When you borrow, you know, tens of thousands of dollars, what someone chooses to major in college today, it can look very different in just four or five short years. Companies in the United States today, they're competing on a global level. They're competing for the lowest prices with the highest profits. College educated, you know, mid-level management positions, they're not exempt from outsourcing or quickly being replaced by technology. Student loan holders are more concerned about federal student loan debt because a growing number of them, quite honestly, they have no job security. Today, young people that enter the workplace can expect 12 or more job changes with the possibility of a career change or two. And this places a lot of unknown on being able to make student loan payments. Corporate America is it's focused on how prices are and how it's going to basically benefit shareholder and executive greed. And the quickest way for a company to reduce overhead is it's in the cost of salaries. And this includes the college educated. Quite honestly, student loan holders, a lot of them worry about their jobs. 
and they're having to kind of deal with that. And quite honestly, a lot of student loan holders are, are, you know, they're having to cope with that, with that debt because they've been told of the guarantees that a college education should provide. And there's never been a guarantee, but I will tell you the gamble of success today with decades of student loans, it does not have the odds that it probably once did. Employers today have more fresh college grads to choose from each year, and every year these people are borrowing more money to get their education. That supply and demand, it's going to keep wages low, and it's going to keep wages basically kind of what's kind of stagnant, even for the college-educated people. Because the more people you have with a college education and the bigger supply of them, why do companies need to pay more? They can basically just hire and then in a few years get rid of those ones and get fresh new ones at a lower price. People are having to cope with their student debt because they often, when they're borrowing the money, especially at a young age, they don't think about the, uh, the long-term issues. You know, federal student loans are the only type of loan where the lender really has no idea how the money is going to be repaid. This should really just blow most people's minds. Most financial institutions that lend money, they want to know your, your credit history and possibly if you have some type of collateral if you don't pay the money back. Student loans, they're just given out too easily, and this is why so many people are having to cope with them. You need to know there is a definite issue in the United States, particularly when a young adult can take out $50,000 in student loan debt, but they often have a challenging time taking out a small business loan with no credit history or collateral. A big subject that seems to be discussed a lot lately is the idea of free college and student loan forgiveness. You know, is that going to solve the problem of people having to deal with student loan debt? And I'll tell you that it's likely not a good idea. And I, I have a uh, previous podcast, Is Free College and Student Loan Forgiveness a Good Idea that you can listen to. But quite plainly, if free college or student loan forgiveness were to be available, it would likely only make the cost of college even higher. Now, the individual borrowers might not be responsible for repaying that money, but who's going to pay it? Because it doesn't, it doesn't just automatically, that debt doesn't just automatically disappear. The government and the, the financial institutions that lent that money, they're going to have to be repaid. And who do you think is going to repay it? It's going to be every single taxpayer. And the colleges themselves, they are somewhat dirty on the games that they play because historically, when more money becomes available for federal student loans, you know, if they if the most you can borrow, let's say, is fifty thousand, and they raise that price to sixty that you can now borrow as the maximum, the colleges turn around and raise their tuition rates as soon as that happens, because they know people can borrow more money. So the problem here is if you forgive student loans and you make college free, supposedly, what do you think what do you think these colleges are gonna charge when the taxpayer is picking it up? 
they're going to make it even more expensive because people are going to think it's free. But then at the end of the day, when they pay their taxes, they're going to be paying more to fund it all. The bottom line is people are coping with student loan debt either by putting their life on hold or just deciding to default on their student loans. Thanks for listening to the Smart Start Money podcast. If you like the podcast, please remember to subscribe. You can also visit the website at smartstartmoney.com for articles on life and money. You can send any questions or comments directly to me at eric at smartstartmoney.com. On the next podcast episode, I'll be talking about porch pirates. According to a survey, the average consumer spending online is $222 per month. This is giving porch pirates plenty of opportunities to take advantage of package deliveries left for their intended receiver that may not be home. The recent pandemic with an increase in online shopping have only added to the potential for a porch pirate to strike. Join me on the next podcast episodes as I talk about porch pirates and how they truly suck. <laughs>